Hallo, herzlich willkommen zu unserer Radiosendung At The Net. Eine weitere Folge von At The Net Podcast wird Ihnen präsentiert von Tex-Mex Produktion. Unsere Produzenten D-Mac und Dave The Brain drehen heute die Drehknöpfe nur für uns. Begrüßen Sie mit mir unsere heutigen Moderatoren Craig Bell und AJ Jabber, die uns heute durch fünf Themen begleiten. Von Tennis zu Trends außerhalb des Tennisplatzes. Und vielleicht teilen Sie sogar ein paar Tipps und Tricks zum Thema Leben. Sehr geehrte Damen und Herren, Craig und AJ. Thanks to our Ethernet Podcast Girl for that fabulous introduction and welcome fans to the great game. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 17. 17. Nice going. Of Ethernet Podcast with AJC over here on my left, CB1, who are talking the great game of tennis as it seems to us. Plus, thanks go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions. That would be Darian D-Mac McBrayer. What's up, D-Mac? And Dave the Brain DeLeo from Back of the House. You were on the soundboards moving the dials and buttons to make us sound like real people. We're live, right? We are real people. We are live. And thanks for joining us, everybody. And not Memorex. So lastly, be sure to check out our good work on SoundCloud, Fireside. I was going to say Spotify. but For yeah. sure, yeah. Fireside, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, All the important communication sites that you kids find popular. And if you're a female, sorry guys, you would like to read the opening intro for At The Net Podcast and be an At The Net Girl, let us know. So we are always looking for new female voices to do the intro, even in a foreign language. AJC? That's right. We like the foreign languages. Yeah, we've had some, uh, what, German, Czech, Russian. We've had a few cool languages. Yes, we have. We've had And we'll we'll go more. We're trying to go... Uh, even more diverse. So yeah. we'll be all over the world, yeah. Well, so thanks for joining us on a special edition. This is a Tuesday night edition of At The Net Podcast. Uh, just uh, thanks for, for joining us. I had a little surgery. I just wanted to mention, guys, get yourself checked up, you know, because as you get older, yeah. you need to have those medical procedures. So I had, had a medical procedure last night. I'm fine. Just nothing, nothing earth shattered, just a little pre- preventative maintenance. So Good. get yourself into that doctor and do that preventative maintenance, right? Yeah, yearly, yeah. Yearly checkups. You need those in every couple of years. You get to do the fun stuff, which normally on Monday night or Sunday night, uh, I had to do some uh, prep work. So let's just put it that way. I won't. So instead of the show, he was uh, <laughs> right. in a hospital, yeah, in a yeah. doctor's office. Well, I was I was at home, but home, I, was do, home. I was doing prep work, and prepping, so, yeah, prepping for the uh, the, the Monday procedure. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm totally fine. Just want to make sure a little PSA to go get yourself checked out, right? Good stuff. Yep. So so tonight we're just going to be just the two of us, just chilling and grilling, right? Yeah. We often have guests about once a month. We try to do one where we get to recap some past recent past guests, and we get to preview some um, some upcoming ones. Maybe we'll get a couple of guys like this behind us. You know, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll get Novak and Dominic. And Novak. I just I uh, saw some of that this afternoon. Yeah, Dom, Dominic pulled through. It looks like seven right? six third set. Wow, yeah. isn't that amazing? This kid's playing unbelievable. He's serving so much better. Masu has him taking balls early. They, the technology showed where his hit point is, and it's actually further in. Did Craig O tell him that? Craig O'Shaughnessy, our buddy Craig O'Shaughnessy, tell I, him I think about Craig O told Djokovic what to do, and Masu is probably Massaging. saying, here's what, here's what, uh, uh, what Craig O is telling Novak, and let's, what are we going to do about it? Right. Yeah. And Dominic served like a genius and took the ball early, and it was as close as could be. 7-6, 3-6, 7-6. He was up to love. And I guess 3-1 in the third set. It became 3-all, and it was just 
neck and neck till the breaker. Yeah. So there's a bunch of good good players coming out. Obviously, Cici yeah. Paz has has been playing remarkably well right yeah. now. Can Zarev win again? Because he won it last year. He did. He beat Novak. He upset Novak yes. in the final. In the this. finals. Yeah. yeah. Last year. So. And of course, you know this. We're talking about the ATP Finals in uh, O2 Arena in London. Yeah. Yes. Very very nice venue. Uh, some good doubles First going class. on as well. That's right. Yes. And so it's just a really nice season ending. The the women just ended their season over in uh, Shenzhen, right? Shenzhen. Shenzhen. And my you know, the, the the woman I pick for every tournament. Ash Barty. Ash Barty. She she won. She, she did. did it. Yeah. She came through for us. Almost four million Samoans on that. I think it was four point something. Four point something yeah. Samoans. Well, wow. I think six point something if you count the Svitolina's check. And if it's just Ash's check, four point something. Four point something in rupees. <laughs> it's a lot of... Uh, says it's, it's a lot of rupees. It's a lot of rupees, right? It's a lot of euros. Rafa, it's Rafa. a lot of what anything. You, will you win those many rupees, well, Rafa? I'm very, very happy for Ashley. She's a very humble competitor, and she has more money than me now. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, no? <laughs> she's a, not quite. She, she's a good player. Not quite, not quite. Yeah. Aussie Ash, you know, but she couldn't lead him to the Fed Cup. Win because France, France got them for this they past were weekend. Outgunned. I mean that girl yes. Garcia, Medlanovic, uh, Kiki, Kiki, Kiki. Everybody loves Kiki. Everybody loves a Kiki. Yeah, great name. Gotta have, gotta have a Kiki. Great. Right. Can't yeah. say her last name really well, so I wouldn't really. Medlanovic. <laughs> Medlanovic. It's a like, lot of consonants. Said, yeah. Right. Not 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 too many vowels in that. Yeah. The Oklahoma public schools did not cover uh, we uh, did, we did consonant that. clusters. Right. So we go for Ash Barty. Yeah. We go we yeah. go for Ash Barty. We definitely go for Ash. Right. But so it was. It there's been a lot going on. Uh, Davis Cup is coming up, uh, what, in two weeks, I believe? That's right. The new November format. November 12, 13, uh, yeah. basically a whole week. Yes. Coming up in, in uh, Madrid. Are you looking forward to that? I love that. I'm, I'm I, looking forward to see if, if I mean, the new I'm concept curious, works. Because I love the Davis Cup as much as the Slams. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I realize it. it's different. And a lot of our traditionalist friends, like like Yannick Noah, they're like, oh, that was the end of the Davis Cup. Some of our more progressive friends, recent yeah. guest on the show, Johan Creek, was feeling like, okay, it had to be changed, and let's see how this is. And I want to adopt that wait-and-see optimism of Johan. And several of the big names are, are playing in the Davis Cup, so it's not like there's not some star power. Rafa's going to be there. Yeah. I, I believe Novak's going to be there. I mean, Nick Kyrgios is going to be there. That's, right. all, that's all you had to say. That's right. Kyr- yeah, Kyrgios, that Kyrgios. Kyrgios box office. That's right. Yeah, he, he's, he's, uh, he's the bomb, as the kids he say. He is right? the bomb. He's filthy. He's filthy, AJ. He's sick, dude. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about a couple of things that we've got. What happened yes. on this day? Oh, in, let's uh, dig in tennis history. A little so tennis history. We've got. We've got. So some... I brought. You know, I, I'm not really ADD necessarily, but I love to fiddle. So I went pretty retro here with my racket from 1979. Yes. Uh, so I believe I was playing ten and unders with that. It was made in England too. Did made you know in England, that? yeah. I, you know, because most most stuff was made in China, but it was before the days of that. Probably be made in Taiwan or China now. Now it, it was just, it was made. In England, solid, solid quality, baby. Right, right. Slazenger, Slazenger. Yes. Well, on this date, back in 2003, this is November 12, 2003, when the the Masters Cup was. The, they called it the Masters Cup. Yeah. I, I don't know how Matrix, Mattress Mac pulled that off. Jim Mackingvale of Houston, Texas, pulled off one of the biggest coups ever for several years. Two years in a row, yes. he hosted at his, the club he owned. At a club. It's not yeah, like this arena, this really nice arena. Yeah. He actually had it at Westside Tennis, Westside Racket Club, I believe, in, yeah. in Houston, Texas. Which, yeah, off Westheimer down in Houston, yeah. I remember watching the Super Bowl the year before, and I saw saw that uh, Mattress Mac had pulled it. I'm like, what? There's no 
way. There was there was an ad on the Super Bowl that this the the Masters Cup was going to be played in Houston. I was like, there, that's got to be a typo, a misprint. Somebody was smoking crack, or it might be one of those like in used cars. Did you ever see used cars with I Kurt Russell? It. I they, remember they, it. They, they stuck in a commercial that uh, yeah yeah at the football they game. closed circuit <laughs> uh, pirated in. Right. I go. That's got to be a joke. There's that, no way. That price is too high. Bam. We're gonna get it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I figured that there had to be some used cars, you know, salesmanship going on on that deal. But I knew you'd like that movie. I oh, knew used it. Cars? I knew oh, it. We've never it was unscripted completely. Yeah, that, that's right. So you didn't know where I was going with that. You were like used cars. Kurt Russell, classic. I had to movie. improv with that. Yeah, right. Uh, so 2003, Andre Agassi, the great Andre Agassi, defeats the original king. That would be Juan Carlos Ferrero. Ferrero yes, the, the original trinomial, right? Yes, right. The Spanish trinomial two six six three six four in round robin play at the tennis master cup. That's what they called it. The master. Cup yep. instead of the ATPT Finals World Cup uh, World Tour Finals. Finals. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're looking at it right now. We got Fed coming up playing Bertini, right? Looks Mateo, like. yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, Andre defeats uh, Juan Carlos down in Houston in a victory that eliminates Ferraro from advancing into the semifinals of the event and clinching the year in number one ranking for fellow American Little Andy Roddick. I don't think he's from Austin, Texas anymore. I think he moved, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he move to uh, where North Carolina or someplace? I think. Andy is in Austin. Is he still he's there? He's Lake Travis. Yeah. He's, I, okay. He's, uh, I thought I thought I heard that he had moved yeah. or something. But anyway, if he's still yeah. still around, that's great. Says Agassi. This is quote. Andy had number one in his hands the whole week. So regardless if I beat Ferrer or not, it was going to be up to him to solidify it. So you know, glad that I could help. I'm, I am I'm pleased. Please. Yeah. Close quote. I, I I was in Houston for that. Um, I was at the USPTA World Headquarters with a few friends. We went to their uh, competitive player development seminar, and it was not quite a week. It was like a four day deal. But the Monday night perk was to go to the uh, Masters Cup in Houston. Mm-hmm. And the Monday night round robin match to kick off the tournament was Andre, as you mentioned, and the One. new king. Yes. The other, the, oh, right. the guy we right. think is the king now. Right. And, the guy that's uh, playing right now behind and us. And it was, they played similar tennis. Roger was taking the ball earlier than Andre, which is what he's known for. Sure. It was 7 6 in the third. The crowd went nuts. It was not that full a crowd on Monday. <laughs> Andre lost that round-robin match, won his next two, including that Ferrero one, got to the semis, won the semis, got to the finals to face Roger Federer. Roger Federer, that's right. And I I remember remember it was a rainy one, and I believe it it was supposed to be three out of five. They just shortened it. There was a small window. They played two out of three, and Roger got it done in about an hour and 20 minutes, as I recall. Straight sets, Roger over Andre for Roger's first of six. Yes. ATP finals, finals, yeah, or yeah. Master Cup. Yep. Right. So he's going for his seventh Seven. this week. Right. Novak, of course, will stand in his way. Yes. I, I, I'm sure they're playing not tomorrow, but the day after. That would be that's thir- correct because they're in the same grouping. Yeah. And, and young Dominic uh, took took on the king and right. knocked him down uh, yesterday, right. I believe, or the day before. That's right. Straight yeah. sets, five yes. and five over Roger, and now seven six in the third over Novak. He's got a pretty good chance of making the semis, I think, at this I, point. I love that guy. I love his game. I love some of the adjustments he's made to the huge swings that he he takes on on clay. And, you know, it's funny. He's beaten Novak in two huge tournaments this year. French Open semi yes. and round robin in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty pretty quality wins right there from the, Huge. From the Austrian. Yeah. And he also just won his, his home 
home tournament over in Austria in, yeah. in Vienna a couple of weeks ago. I think right. he he literally fell over that he was so excited. I think did he beat his, his buddy Diego Schwartzman? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little they, Argentino mean, dude. And that's one of his best friends. Yeah, they're and, pals. That's and they right. Hugged, really, and then yeah. he he went out for and laid on the court and just yeah. couldn't believe. He was so ecstatic about winning that maybe home, maybe home match. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's never won there, and it's hard, you know, because it's like uh, uh, what's her name from. Uh, Australia, oh, uh, not Ash Barty, but uh, who's the other? Who's won the French Open? The gal that uh, oh, Sam Stoser. Sam Stoser. She she cannot win the Australian Open. She no. she can't win a, a round or two, and it's tough. The you pressure know, in the your home, home slam country. Yes, in your home country, for, in Dominic's case, yeah. Yeah, she's never played well. Sam hasn't at, at in Australia, but she can win a French Open. Yeah. Plays well at the, uh, at the U.S. Open. She's, yeah. she's she's played really well there, but oh, yeah. she just can't uh, can't seem to muster whatever it is down under uh, in January. She's got the best kick serve in women's. Oh tennis man, still yeah. holy cow! And, and she's Goes got she's got some heads. guns, and she's, she's got, like Serena on the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's pretty rock solid. I think yeah, she works out a little bit. Girl. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well. So uh, so that was a really nice story behind the story for yeah. November 12, 2003. I know we've got a couple of birthdays coming up. We want to give a, a shout-out today to the great Paul Mac, McNamee. One of the two Mackers, the right. Mac brothers, the yeah. Mac. McNamara and McNamee. Yeah. Now, I, th- I believe, uh, was it uh, Peter Mac- McNamara? Passed away Just passed away this year. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah. sorry about that. Uh, so hate, hate to hear that. That was just yeah, the Mac brothers. That, that was yeah. awesome. McNamara and McNamee, very good doubles team for Probably what eight to ten years. Yeah, Aussie Davis Cuppers, yep. a few slams. Yeah. Yep. So he was born in 1954 on this day. Uh, Jakob Hasselik. Oh, Jakob Hasselik. I yeah. love that guy's. Yes. Uh, he had the the Ivan Drago look, yes, yes. but he was this funny, Very charismatic guy. A military look, yes. but a charismatic guy and that gorgeous one-hander. I think he was high and tight. I think he, he was. Is, yeah. He was high and tight. He and Mark yeah. Rousseau. Almost single-handedly beat the Americans here in Fort Worth. Actually, here in Texas. That's yeah, right. I went to that match. That was the year, and you probably saw it live. Mac and Sampras yes, were losing doubles. in dubs. Yes. And they fired each other up, and I'm sure Mac was the mm-hmm. the one oh, screaming yeah. and fiery. Oh, it was it was awesome. And they the, won and routed the them Palace. in the last set. Right. Was it the Cow Palace? Cow over in Fort Worth. Yes. Oh, yeah, at the Tarrant County Convention yeah. Center. The Cow Palace. Yeah. I remember there, there were uh, lots of cowbells in uh-huh. there, uh, people hitting them. And, I mean, it, it was. that's why I miss about Davis Cup. I mean, it's great that this new format's going to be coming up. Fans-friendly, shorter. Right. It's but, different. I, yeah. Boy, I mean. I'm curious. But. The the excitement in the air that was about 1993ish I think somewhere 92 93 91, the Swiss yeah. the Swiss were playing the Americans yeah. we, we just happened to host it here in Fort Worth yeah. and that crowd was just bonkers over oh, in the Cow so Palace cool. that day it was it was unbelievable I wish I'd been be here I was oh, yeah. uh, living in NorCal at the time and I saw it on yeah. on television on and I was riveted yeah, yeah. ESPN yeah good, good stuff I mean there's some Davis Cup you, know, you think about McEnroe playing was it V Lander that six and a half hour St Louis St Louis 1982 83 yeah I think I went out had breakfast and then you know, came back and watched came little, back and, and watched yeah. had lunch you know and then came back and then watched di- and had dinner you know basically and that I hope some of our viewers are are cued into what that match was that was a strange one John was using a wood racket Mats was a bit younger using and Dunlop, using that uh, Max Ply McEnroe yeah so it was yes. wood with tiny graphite almost like standard this size it was, kind of it was this profile no open throw and yes. Mats with the uh, inverted bridge F two hundred Rosniol. It was soft uh, as a noodle. Roughly that eighty thing. something head, yeah, and, and it was, was very flexible. It was like a forty on the RA it stiffness. Was, it was like a wood racket, really. But <laughs> it was but a noodle. Interesting to see, uh, you know, some power coming off the backcourt guy, 
and uh, a wood racket coming off the serve and volley guy yeah. indoors in the states, and that match went the distance. It did. I yeah. mean, it didn't. It didn't disappoint. But yet, will we see that kind of match play in Madrid? That's the kind of passion. You know, when I think of Davis Cup, you know, I also remember uh, the Spanish winning a couple of years ago. David Ferrer playing in the Bull Ring, That's the right. basic one, uh, which right. not in uh, Madrid. There, there's a very famous one in. Uh, I'll think about it here in a second. But it was in a bull ring. They put a tennis court inside, inside the, bull the, ring. the bull ring. Yeah, and there were 10,000, 15,000 screaming fans who were just going passionate. And I think they were playing the French. And it was it was unbelievable to watch oh, that match. That's an I'm, ancient rivalry, too. That's yes, great. and it was Greatness. in a bull ring of all places. Where would you – you wouldn't think about putting a tennis court in yeah. a bull ring, but they did. Uh, they set this court up. And it was perfect size. And, yeah. and it was – you'd know what had gone on, you know, several years. You know, or se- the and, bloodshed. Oh, yeah. The, the other kind of bloodshed. Right, yeah. exactly. But David yeah, Ferrer – Tennis yeah, I think he, he thinks. I think if I've heard him say that's his greatest victory ever, right in front of your home country. Over the French. Yes, over, right there, and he won in five sets over wow. maybe like a Songar yeah. or somebody like that. I'd have to fact check. Yeah, that we'll here have in a to. Sec. But uh, we'll have to get our research department on that. Yeah, so so we got off track here as, as we do a lot here. We on, do. Right. So so, so yeah, Jacob, we were talking about Jakob Lasik, yeah. 1964. So right. he turns uh, 55 now. Right. Uh, Ivan Baron. Ivan. Oh, Barron. Ivan Baron. I believe he's from Florida, and yes. he's. Uh, uh, he was probably in 16s when I was in 18s, yeah. and nationally ranked junior. 1972. Yep, uh, sounds right. Shout out to those. So about three years younger than I am, yeah. And, and on the 13th, so tomorrow, we have, uh, have a few local tennis icon, Billy Scanlon, the golden set boy, the golden golden boy. Famous, B- famous. Billy Scanlon, born in 1956, tomorrow. So that was one of the only guys ever to win a golden set. And if you read about it, it's really interesting. You know, to win 24 points is... is 40 love games. Yes. Six of them. Six of them. In a row. In a row. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? We're, we're, we're trying How to get How do you in. break, in men's tennis particularly, where the service is it, formidable. Right. And uh, that was back in the early 80s. So it's still, yeah. there's still, he was a big server. And, and yeah. he, he, I can't remember the guy he's playing, but I know it was a golden set. The first time and only time that's ever happened. It, there's people who've been close. Was it Marcos Josevar? Might have been. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look have it up. to yeah get the research Fact department check. on that one too. Right, our crackpot research department crackpot. here at Athenet Podcast. Yes, we we will turn over every stone imaginable. We will turn it. And then uh, also we have the great is it Haitian Ronald Agenor? Yeah, he was he was uh, he grew up in North Africa in Morocco. Yes, but Haitian yes. from Haiti. Yeah. yeah, and he had he, the coolest hair. Oh man, so athletic. He was basically Yannick Noah, just a couple years younger. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had the great dreadlocks. And Amazing just, player and the huge smoked, one-hander. Do you think he smoked a little ganji? I'm not going to accuse him of this, but... Uh, <laughs> there might have been something. Yeah, I, I, he's a pretty cool cat. I, yeah. Let's, yeah, we'll, we'll he and Bob him. Marley might have hung out together. Uh, he at least listened to the, the advice of Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tammy Whitlinger, born in 1968. So so she was a, a really nice, uh, nice player for a long time yep. uh, around... Uh, the U.S. did a little bit on the world circuit, but not uh, not a whole lot. Just but just a nice player. So she, yeah. Whitlinger name is a recognizable oh, yeah. name. Her, Her brother, brother John, John yes. Stanford coach, yes. remarkable guy. Played yeah. at Stanford for Coach Gould. So That's he was, right. He was uh, a really uh, a nice player. Ended up being coach there. Uh, so, Tammy, shout out to her. Oh, we've got Zena Garrison coming up on the 16th. Oh, brilliant player. From Houston. Uh, Jeff Tarango. Oh, man, that, you know. That, another that, Stanford guy. Yes, another yeah, on the 20th. He's in SoCal now, yeah. 
let's see, uh, it's a good month here, Billie Jean King, the great Billie Jean King coming up on the 22nd. Yeah, yeah, next next uh, next week, Boom Boom Becker. I know he doesn't like to be called Boom Boom, yeah. but he's he's coming up on, uh, let's see, the 22nd as well. He and, and Billie yeah, Jean Yeah, he'll show. be 52 this year. Yes, born yeah. in 1967. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Lou Hode, the, the great Australian player, considered oh, many. God rest his soul, but the, 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 best. the best. They said yeah. that he was the best, even over Rod Laver and uh, Ken Rosewall, Tony, yeah. or not, not Tony Trevor, but uh, uh, you know, uh, let's see, that would be uh, John Newcomb. Yeah. yeah some, uh, Tony, Tony Roach. I was thinking yeah. of Tony Roach. Mm. But considered by many to be the greatest Australian ever, Lou Hode, mm. uh, he was high and tight as well. I think he had. He had a yeah, blonde, uh, sort of the Jakoblasic look. Yes, he did. Yeah. Before, before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dirt, Tim Wil- Tim Wilkinson. Yes. He was early wearing a hat, if yes. I recall. Yeah. Before, I know Jim Carrier gets deservedly all the credit for bringing it to the fore and being a number one or top three guy for yes. years wearing a baseball cap. But Dr. Dirt started Dr. Dirt, yeah, yeah, he did. I yeah. mean, he was after Fru McMillan. There's some other guys with hats. But, but I like but the nicknames. You know, the nicknames. Dr. Dirt. Dr. Yeah, Dirt. Yeah, everybody, knows, both, everybody knows that. We both love Dr. Evo, yeah. Dr. Dr. Dirt. Uh, we also want to give a shout-out to a, a fellow um, – College uh, coach, local, who just passed away. That would be another has another uh, cool nickname. That would be Bernard Tut Barton, King Tut. King Tut. I mean, that's that's a classic. Everybody around the the, the Texas area, and also probably within somewhat, uh, I'd say the U.S. knows of Tut Barton. He wasn't born in Arizona. He did not move to Babylon, but he <laughs> yeah. he was born in Virginia, moved right. to Austin, Texas. Texas yes. But definitely King Tut. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we got a couple other people. Uh, another good nickname, Wendy the Rabbit Turnbull. The Rabbit, quick, quick Australian girl. Yes, on the 26th, to see Jay Berger, Carly Gullickson. Yep. Uh, on 1986, they were on the 26th as well, and uh, Radic Stepanek. Oh, ladies' man. Yes. The stepper, the hot stepper. Yes, I think. Yeah, he's married. I think he's off the circuit now. Isn't he, isn't he married to? I'm trying to think who he's married to. I, I'm, I'm going to have the crack search research department figure that out. I know out. he dated Hingis for a yes, while. Yes, Martina yeah. Hingis. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking that, but I think he's he married somebody along that yeah. line. So we'll, okay. not uh, Anna Kornikova. I'm glad yeah. I got to know you. But uh, <laughs> Radic Stepanek, yeah, he was quite the ladies' man out there on the the tour. Yeah, yeah, he's doing some good coaching now. Yes. Yeah. Who's he? Who's he? Do you know who he's coaching, or is he any, anybody in particular? Gosh, I've forgotten. How have I forgotten this? I, I we'll have the cut, cut. pretty pretty closely. He was one of two coaches for. Was it Marin Chilich? I forgot yes. who it is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's who it is. Right. Yeah. Good, good coach. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's get on to. Uh, we're going to do three sets. We got three yep. sets this evening, and we're going to start off with handshake gate. Which is what yes, we call that. that was interesting. Or that two was... two firm a handshake. I don't know if everybody caught caught uh, reference to it. So anybody. This that... was a little violent. Yeah. This was the yeah yeah. It was um, Catherine Sebov. Yes. Uh, which the Canadian I, north Canadian of, girl. Yeah. North of the border. Yeah. One of our neighbors. And American Alicia Parks, um, Parks and Rec. She yes. she got wrecked in this match. Not Alicia she, Keys. Yeah, not not the Keys. She uh, lost this match. Went to have a handshake with her opponent. That's Catherine yes. Sebov. Yes. And felt that Sebov, who won the match, vice gripped her. Yeah, just too firm a handshake, and it. They had words at the net, and the umpire had to come down. Yeah. The father yeah. of Miss Parks came out. Yeah. Yes, it got. As you would say, ugly. Maybe it a got, cat fight. A it cat got fight. very ugly, and uh, the dad kind of stumbled over the railing. He was in the first row, as most dad coaches might be. 
Uh, he was wearing like Sunday red, like a Tiger Woods sort of a um, auspicious sort of an, an black, outfit. Black pants, red shirt. Yeah, yeah. just like Tiger. Just so, like Tiger. So I thought, is that t- no. that's Tiger Woods coming to? What, what, oh, he's breaking up the fight. It's the dad. It's yes. Alicia's dad. Okay. And um, wasn't there, I think there was a linesman on the court, the chair umpire they broke all things got the up. Middle. Yes, it was. It was uh, a sad scene. And I know Sasha Vickery, who's a uh, really cool American girl, uh, WTA yes. pro, weighed in on it. And she said, look, I was there. I saw that handshake. It was way too firm. And I thought, gosh, it's so funny because we want to raise people who have a firm handshake. Yes. And this was evidently over the top. It was just too bad. <laughs> Too bad. There's a guy in our club that four seasons, uh-huh. and, and he loved the firm handshake. He loved it. He had a vice grip. Wouldn't let go. John Mitchell. Hey, uh, Craig Carden knows this. If you ever see Craig Carden, we were always. One of our first guests yes. on this podcast, yeah. Yeah, so we, we always made a game out, out of trying to handshake out Duke this guy because we, we tried to get on top of him because he would, he'd would get that handshake, and it yeah. just it didn't matter who it was. It that, didn't, yeah. That, that was just his, his shtick was to try to squeeze your hand to death. And so it became a game with the pros of us trying to get on top of John Mitchell's yeah. uh, uh, handshake because he, he, just, he just loved to squeeze people's hand. Yeah. And, then, and there were several members around the club at the time that just would not, you know, this is the day before. Yeah, uh, before, yeah, yeah, before the dab. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, I have a cold, yeah. and maybe you do too, so yeah. <laughs> right, that was the, yeah. well, or the high five. High fivers, no. This, this, was, this was the vice. This the was vice in group. the 90s yeah. when, uh, yes. yeah, before all this This stuff. was 87. Oh, 80s, 87. 80s. This is late 80s. Yeah, John uh-huh. Mitchell, he was, you know, I'm sure he's passed away, you know, God rest his soul. But yeah. He, he was known for the handshake. It was kind of a power move. Oh, it was, definitely. Yeah. It was a strong move. If you didn't get on top of him right there and get, and get your hand on top of his, you, uh, you were toast. It was always. And it's funny. This is video, so we could sort of explore this a little bit. Do you remember how Johnny Mac used to shake hands? He came in with the, with the uh, pinky, like, yeah. really wide, yeah, and, then, and he would do that. And now almost everybody shakes like this. Does the bro. Yeah, the they, bro, and then they, right. or they do the, like, we're walking toward the camera, camera anyway, yeah, yeah. and then one of us shakes with the umpire. Right. Yeah. But that wasn't what happened. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, evidently, no. and I don't no. think there's anything good come out of this. Yeah, this was this past weekend, actually. Yes. Yeah, right. And I think that uh, they said that Sabova might be getting a fine or something like that uh, on the. She might have gone in a little too uh, aggressive. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say this. Um, she came out with her side of the story, and felt she was just being respectful and direct. Um, there's some a lot of chatter actually more than normal on Reddit about this, and it seems like a lot of Reddit folks are more in the Sebov camp. Really? So I don't know what to think. We mm. don't know the truth. At some point, we are working on getting the Cherumps uh, yeah. view on this show. Right. We're so gonna, we'll uh, we're going to reach out. Yeah. So if anybody wants yeah. to reach out for us, hey, you know, we're, yeah, you want to crowdsource that? Right. We do. We definitely yeah. would love to. Because we've had so many uh, amazing tennis players, coaches. You know, Davis Cup captain, a slam champion. We've had some, you know, world team tennis captain and coach, coach of multiple slam wins. Yes. We've had all these on the tennis side. We've had a Hollywood agent and producer. What we haven't had is an official. We need something like that, yes. yeah. Yeah. We'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, we we uh, definitely could use somebody uh, of that uh, persuasion. We'd oh, yeah. love to hear some comments from yeah. officials because officials have great stories because they're, they're supposed to be neutral. They really do. But I'm they sure really that there's do. some funny stuff that yeah. uh, that goes on. But, uh, yeah, so th- I guess you was a little too handsy. Is that correct? Too much. Too much Handshake hand. gate. 
Too much, too much handsy. Too firm. Right. Too, too firm. much anger. Right. Too, yeah. Yeah. And but she won the match though. So she got it. I wonder what what yeah. that's all about. But what 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 did Sabova say just before we move on to the next set? I she, think you it's just a very. Uh, I don't even. I, I I'm just gonna speak out of school here. I have a feeling she didn't even write it, <laughs> or she wrote it. There was a very carefully with carefully crafted. Yeah, uh, with a with a the influence of her. Her, her best team. buddy or her team or an agent. You know, the agent was probably like, Not you know, let's team, work on, yeah. Team. Oh, oops, sorry about that. Different team, yeah. yeah. I got, I got, got a little yeah. handsy. Got yeah. a little handsy there. <laughs> so, well, anyway. All right. Good. Let's so that was on. Alicia Parks, and we wish her well, man. I I always want to support. Okay. Yeah, I hope her hand's cool, yeah. <laughs> she, needs it for the, yeah she needs it for the strokes. <laughs> and while we're at it, I want to root for, uh, you know, I know I'm so Ash Barty crazy, but uh, that Sasha Vickery's got a, Stylish game too, and Taylor Townsend. We got a few American girls. Oh yeah, they're coming I, up. I have a we, good feeling about us. And we got yeah. another one down the road that we're going to talk about. That's going to be on. I our can't podcast. wait. I can't wait. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll that. Preview in the next. that third set later third on. Set, yeah. Right now we are about go, to go second set. Second set. Let's do a little recap. Yeah. Of basically the last four since we've been on chilling and grilling. Yep. Here at, at the Net Podcast, we we just thought we'd come up with a new angle. You know, let you see see us this way as opposed to sitting in the couch. Yeah. So, something a little different. But Gosh, I, I want to hit this yeah. thing, this clipboard. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Uh, but we want want to uh, try to think of just some, some great things that we've had. Uh, Noah Rubin, Jim Sutter, Coach Cotty, yeah. and, and Johan Creek. So that's been a, a nice four-person uh, rotation that we've had here recently. A good cross-section. You know, Noah Rubin... Um, uh, entrepreneur, not just a top hundred tennis player. Yeah, the guy's remarkable as a tennis player. Five foot nine, maybe, with shoes on and an absolute massive serve. And what a—he's uh, a grinder. He's an attacker. He does it all, and he's an entrepreneur. And he's got this remarkable behind the racket. You've probably seen it on Instagram. Instagram, amazing yeah. stories and the way people open up. Whether it's alcoholism, sports betting, uh, mental health issues. Sure. The grind of the tour, being cyberbullied, he had uh, a, he has a lot of great interviews and a lot of great insights, and people say yes to Noah. He's got a, yeah. quite a following, right? I mean, he's several thousand, fo- ten thousand followers. Oh, it, yeah. It's a big number. So Huge. check him out on Instagram if if you're on Instagram or does he have a Facebook? I think he has a Facebook page. He, too. Does. he does. Yeah. So you can you can check. And it's out. linked to the website, and he has a uh, he has a. Uh, Podcast also. Right, exactly. Yeah. And sell some cool swag yeah. as well. So yeah. just shout out to Noah. We, we really enjoyed having him on. He was he was a good guest and huh. very insightful. Also, uh, our buddy uh, uh, Jim Sutter. Just, oh, uh, we, Sutter was the most, I would say, the most emotional show we've had. And, uh, you know, this is a guy who put his money where his mouth is. He His kids are grown. Yes. He has the will and the time to help people. And he spent... Not just walking, but living and sleeping with the homeless for 10 days and 10 nights. The homeless folks, encampments in uh, Pacific Palisades, Santa Santa Monica, Venice Beach, and Skid Row, which is uh, six blocks by six blocks. Uh, 6,000 people live there in kind of downtown-ish Los Angeles. Right. It's it's not a... Not a, not a pretty story. Jim uh, didn't know exactly what he would find. He was just 
wanted to go out on his own, a tennis guy like all of us, and decided that he wanted to see what the real story yeah. is out there. Because there's always a Paul Harvey rest of the story. And for those of you who don't know who Paul Harvey is, look him up. He's a great uh, the best, communicator. Uh, yeah, the best broadcaster I know. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just awesome. But Jim went out, uh, like Adrian said, put his money where his mouth is, yeah. and wanted to, to to see what really what was going on. And, and it really enlightened us, I think, to kind of see what the, what was really, the, I thought, the crux of the issue was there's there's two types of homeless. There's the, yeah. the ones who are just doing drugs and then everybody else. You know? and, there's, yeah, and, and the ones who, who want to succeed and excel at their art and get off and get jobs and you know succeed again sure. and the the saddest narrative was not necessarily the mental health piece but it was the 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 drug addictions right because they're about hard drugs and yeah meth heroin and they didn't want to get off they just wanted some money and that's all all it was basically it wasn't about rehab it wasn't about uh, they i think they felt some uh some some sorrow, some yeah. uh, you know there were there was uh, some you know they they had thought about what they had done, but they it just the whatever the drugs were were just too hard to uh, get off, and they were just looking for a couple of bucks to get to their next hit. Basically, I was I was really touched by his connection with some of them. He made friends with Larry, Jenny, ATL, yeah, yeah and he connected with these people so well. And um, one of my questions was, man, what was that interview like? Did you? Get it on camera, and it, it, it'll all be on the America We Forgot, which yes. is his Facebook. Facebook and his website, website, and he'll have lots of edited, shorter versions rather than the long format that we went through. We went with uh, over two hours with Jim. It was yeah, riveting. It, it looks like it's, you know, it's a typical pictures from homeless camp yeah. that you would imagine, yeah. but he goes further and, and gets the stories of and these people. some of his interviews, uh, I assume they were long format. They were two, three minutes and the, the subject of the interview had to go or didn't want to necessarily continue because, oh, there's the guy who, if I give him five bucks, he gives me the this stuff. Right. The, the, yeah. So I, I, that, was, that, kinda, that was hard to hear. It was yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because those people basically didn't want help. They, they didn't want yours and mine help. They didn't care about our help. They just wanted to... All they wanted to do, their whole purpose in life was to get that next fix. Wow. And that's and that there's nothing we can do about no. about that really. Okay. Unfortunately, I know that uh, a lot of people might disagree with us, but that's what Jim Sutter from Arizona found yeah. out in, on his own. It, it wasn't anything that he didn't go in there with any preconceived notions. He he went in with open eyes and listened to the people. So if you, if you have a good chance or have a chance to. Uh, uh, look at Jim's work. I think it's it's very compelling. He got a little graphic too. I, I would urge you to dig deep in it and uh, and you know maybe just not just go for the sound bites, but dig deep and you know enjoy that show and look at his pictures. Yeah, it was a couple hours. It was a couple hours. It was of, solid. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, we thought you know maybe we might get forty five minutes out yeah. of him, but we got you know that and, and then a bag of chips. A lot more than that, right? Yeah, yeah it was it was really good. Then and going back before that, the Kati G show. Yeah, the Kati G. That's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> G was she was awesome. She was. Awesome. Awesome. We went pretty long on that. We went over two hours, and she, uh, you know, has this freedom to open up now that she's not at a high-profile uh, Division One college coaching sort right. of a role. 
So that was interesting for me to get to know her in yeah. a much more And where she was from and way. how she got into tennis. She was a Oh, we got a we got a history geography lesson on we, we did. Uh, Hungary, Romania and, and some Transylvania. Of the, yeah, and, and, yeah. And all uh, yeah, it was really interesting and her dad knew Tyriac and right. Nastasi. Yeah. He was friends with those guys and he was a, a, a a cross-country ski coach. Yeah, that's right. And no, and no really tennis background whatsoever, other than he trained Olympians how to cross-country ski. And, and, and she skied, but she yes. was more of a basketball player than a tennis girl. Of, of all And things. then became an elite tennis player, too. Right, yeah. So it was really, really, really cool. fascinating about somebody that we didn't... We knew, knew she's a really good tennis player. That's all I've known her yeah. as, a, as a tennis player, but she's a nice nice person sat down for a couple hours with us here at the net also, too. Oh. And so we had, we had a really good time with Coach uh, Coach K. Yeah, Coach K, Kati G. Kati G. And then our last guest was, oh. but that, that was a really, another great guest in uh, the South African turned American, yeah. Johan Creek. Amazing, hilarious, cool, cool guy. I always, and I didn't say this on the show, and I, I would tell him this directly as, as he and I have talked on the phone a few times, uh, I think saw him as a you know almost as cocky as jimmy connor's kind of a guy and almost as focused and intense as any of these guys nadal Mac whoever Rowe. johnny mack yeah and he's from that era he he just has mellowed and his Could humor nice, is nicer guy. huge and he laughs and he gets our stupid jokes yeah he had a good time oh my goodness and we do have a lot of common interests not just tennis but cars and you know travel and whatever and uh junior tennis junior is, t- yeah his, he's got kids who are a couple of kids that are pretty yeah, good players yeah really good yeah, that's yeah no, he, was, he was an inter- I, I didn't know what we we were i had a preconceived notion that yeah he probably wasn't going to really talk a whole lot to us yeah we have to pull some things out but quite the opposite you know, quite johan you, you did an excellent job we appreciated you taking taking the time to uh talk to a couple of you know, schlubs like us right? <laughs> that's right <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he was a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, learning about, you know, his background, where he came from, you know, his parents were farmers, basically, out in the middle of, of the bush. Yeah, sugar, right? Yeah, sugar, sugar, sugar cane. And uh, they didn't have lights on a court by a farm. Mm-hmm. Nope. And they played with Volkswagens with the headlights. Yes. In the, at night on a, on a court on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the what is it, the, the Serbs that played in the, in the indoor swimming pool. Right. you, you got to make what you got to make. And yep. you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, necessity is the mother of all inventions. invention. Invention, yeah. So that's MacGyvering it, basically. He did. It? I love MacGyver, <laughs> yes. Our yeah. American trinomial there. That's right. Harry Dean Stanton. That's, an, yeah. that's right. Exactly. Nice. You know, it, but it's, you know, most of these people, if you look at, really are all self-made people. There really isn't somebody who comes, of these four, I would say from a huge tennis family, a huge tennis background, you know, these are all self-made people. Kati, Jim, that's right, Johan, that's right. And as most of the people we've talked about, so there is, there are, I mean, it's great to be from a tennis-playing family, but a lot of people don't necessarily grow up in tennis-playing families, and they just have that inner drive yeah. in order to, to, to succeed. That's what Johan said. He had, had like 10 cents to his name, basically. and He ran out of money while out. traveling uh, on, on a world circuit. Right, yeah. and basically didn't know what he was going to do. And, and he yeah. was very interesting from that standpoint that uh, you talk about pressure. That, that's pressure. When you got to go that's out and pressure. you don't know what your next meal is coming from yeah. and you got to win. You know, there's some fascinating stories that he had as well. Yeah, yeah there weren't credit cards back then. It was, it was uh, travel checks, cash. I won this prize money. I will cash it. 
I'll pay my taxes later and use this, or it was, Mom, can you wire me this? And there wasn't, there wasn't much of that. There yeah. wasn't much of that uh, going on. So. Noah was more of a, he came from a bit of a tennis family, but... but Self-made. Self-made. But right. what an entrepreneur. And uh, does this guy sleep? My goodness. Such an impressive no. kid. Yeah, he is for, for, yeah. for such a young age. Not, not very old. Uh, yeah. Went to a really nice school. But he's, he's taken that, that education and moved it forward yeah. uh, just by the, the, his own thought process and, yeah. and his own hard work, his own efforts. I mean, because there was no behind the racket you know, and not talking about uh, mental issues or health issues yeah. or just depression uh, you know, drug issues, alcohol issues yeah. that are on the tour because they really are. I mean, there's there's uh, opportunities to abuse things, and you know, they they are regular people. Yep. So that so that was uh, kind of a recap of the last four uh-huh. episodes that we had on at the Net uh, podcast. Let's go into the third set. So this is kind of what set here. What's your game, Uh-oh. Mr. Chabria? Yes. These are some miscellaneous musings with AJC and myself. So we we wanted to uh, kind. of We'll we'll talk about uh, at the end some preview of some things that are coming up. But we wanted wanted to uh, ask. Sometimes we we ask uh, questions of rapid fire, fast yeah. hands of our uh, guests. So we wanted to take a couple of seconds and and tell you a little bit about ourselves. Also, yeah, too. this is the grill. We get to grill each other a little right. bit. Yeah, we chill. Now we're going to now we're going to grill a bit. <laughs> so what was the first band you saw in concert? First band, uh, you know, it was the Who, but the Who? Know, Who opened was the Clash. Really? This is '82. I was 13 years this? old in. Uh, um, 1982, I was in ninth grade, uh, Shea Stadium, Queens, New York, where the Jets and the Mets played. Yes. And I was just Not really far fortunate. From, from the U.S. Open? Uh, same subway. Stove. Same subway stop the as number the seven? U.S. Open. Number seven, I believe it's called Willits Point, Shea Stadium. All right. Yeah. So you saw... You saw the, the the clash was the warm up band. For I, the I missed the warm up band. My you missed friend the clash? And I, no, the warm up band was something like Oh, what was his name? From New York Dolls, David oh, Johansson. Oh, You're right. And Buster, because uh, he had two names. That's it, Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Yes. That was a bit later, but right. uh, we didn't know who the heck the New York Dolls were. It was yeah. some punk band from, yeah. you know, from the late city. 70s or whatever. Right. And we, meaning my other 13-year-old friend and I, didn't even have seats. Um, his uncle just showed up? Was, well, his uncle was a sound engineer and worked on something for The Who. And he was just the coolest guy. His real name is Richard Weinstein, but his rock name was Rick Winston. And he had two dogs, Woofer and Tweeter. And he was just the full, he was complete rock guy. Just what and, you think, long hair, stringy Oh, hair. the whole, I mean, he had the Keith Richards, blondish, but the smoke? Keith Richards look with the earring, with the feather. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. And, the hair, and, and the hair, that one, one little, like, pink or, you know, Definitely longer hair here and... Uh, the mullet. Yeah, the mullet. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And smoke a little cigarette, maybe? He and his girlfriend or wife uh, had some people bag, and they had, whatever, six or eight passes, and they asked my my buddy if he'd like two passes, and he looked at me. I was like, it's a school night. Are we, do- are we doing it? And oh. our parents seemed to be okay with it, and it was only ninth grade. It wasn't some, you know, it wasn't like junior year, like important. So I believe it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night, school night, and we went down there. We didn't have seats. We were side stage, so... Just like, kind of standing up like we are, kind of, yeah. kind of looking at the... And and, it was, and weirdly, I believe it rained that night, and I remember not getting rained on because we were so close to the side stage uh, that, that, that we were covered. Yeah, and it was... The clash blew everybody away, and strangely, 
uh, they did were you, the better band, and now I listen to The Clash more than I listen to The Who. So did you know who The Clash was at that time? We, I mean, there were you some hits. There were some rock. hits. This was during Combat Rock. Yes. But after this show, rock we were rock. motivated yeah. to, London like, okay, calling. we got to get the old one. We got to get that album and that album, London Calling and all that. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, they, they had some good stuff. They were tremendous. And then The Who, obviously. You know, it's funny about The Who. My first concert, 82, I saw them again in 1989 in college and that was going to be their last tour in, in, down in Atlanta in Atlanta, Georgia and then went? 30 years later September 27th two months ago it's supposed to be their farewell tour now and I had tickets to go see him in Dallas, Texas at AT&T Roger, um, uh, AAC I think oh at, AAC at yeah okay. yeah downtown. and they uh, Roger had something with his throat and has bagged, and the rescheduled date is April something. That's to let his voice rest. I'm sure his voice is absolutely fine now, but you get, it's just it's, tough to find a date. Is that, there is that Big voice. City. Don't they have, they have voice rest, or what, what's that called? That uh, singers they get, they have to sit oh, there. Yeah. They can't talk. They don't want any. And they can't. They can't drink like they they right. be used to. And they got to have tea, honey, lemon, ginger. Mm. They have yeah. to go on that diet. No talk. No. Got got to. Kind of rest the throat, and, and, the vocal cords. And one week later, he was playing in L.A. Anyway, he's fine. He's he's good now. But they it's just, just tough to, to get a date. So six months later, yeah, because yeah, because the AAC's already American yeah. Airlines Center where the Mavs play and Stars plays. They yeah. they've got things going on. Bam, 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 yeah. bam. So yeah. it, it had so to be. sorry. Long answer to yeah. the first concert, CB. I was first concert. E L O. They like the line orchestra. Jeff Lynne. Yeah. Great voice on that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. They they didn't disappoint at the myriad. Convention oh, in, Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City. The Myriad, that's where the Thunder used to play. Yeah, that's correct. I saw, bringing it back to tennis for a moment, I saw, I believe it was uh, Slovakia against USA Davis Cup. Oh, it, it, yes. There, at the yeah. Myriad, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's a few years ago. It was like ago. 01, 02, yeah. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think when that would have been, but I knew that was a long time ago, that was 18, a while ago 18, yeah. 19 years ago. Yep. Would that be Miloslav Murchir? Was he on that? Milo was not even coaching. I think it was Carol Beck, and I forget who their second player was. So would it be Courier playing at that time? And, no, and it was actually uh, Fish, Blake, and Andy. Yeah, right. Oh, you got okay. it. Yeah. Got it. I was going to yeah. figure it out eventually. Yeah, and Fish and Blake in doubles. Those yeah. guys were forced. They were Marty solid. with the double hand backhand, amazing backhand returns. And Blake is very quick at the net. The thing I remember, and you tennis dorks will enjoy this, I think, Blake would hit a clean winner as a volley, and nobody's getting to this ball. Novak times Carl Lewis times Rafa Nadal, they're not getting to this ball. And James is ready in case he Just gets in to case, it. Right. I thought. He knew. That's like that's He's that thinking. That's that work ethic. That Harvard and education. It's something. I love it. The Harvard, yeah. And the, would that would that have been a gully team? Would he have been the captain at that point? Or is that uh, I think Pat Mack. I think Pat was the coach. It may have been John. No, I think it was Pat and then Jim took over. After that, yeah. yeah. So Jim, Jim was down in Austin that first that was the first time he that wore was a like suit. Eleven, yeah. You remember that he wore That a suit. was his first. So this was either John or Pat. I believe this was Pat. Or was it, or what the other uh Tom uh, uh Gorman, Gorman years back. This was, is my was, childhood. Was he was he Captain Gorman. Right. He he wasn't in there at that point, I guess or was it going? No, this was Tom this Gorman, was, then Gullickson, yeah, and then, then maybe, Gully, then Johnny John Mack. Mack. And then, then Pat, Patrick, gotcha. and now Jim. Okay, had to sit there and try. Jim, and... who we just saw a week or two ago down in Dallas, right? Here. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jim is amazing. Yep. Jim, I posted uh, as part of our Instagram stuff. Uh, posted Coco Goff acing Andy Roddick. Yeah, which was That's so pretty funny. cool. Yeah, because Roddick is still pretty formidable. You know, he's a big, strong guy. He's not going to get aced very often. 
Coco aced him, and the, the elation on Jim's face. They were partners, Coco and Jim. He couldn't, he yeah, could, he couldn't stop high-fiving. He's the captain of, of a good Davis Cup team. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop high-fiving. Yeah, it was, it, was a neat, it was a neat bond between Coco and Jim. I don't know that they're tight, but they are tight now. So the that four was, was cool. Coco and Jim versus Andy and Christina. And Christina McHale. We talked about her as a uh, future guest. We'll, we'll, we'll get to her a little bit. I love that girl. So, so, so now, if you could hear a band, in concert, what band would you want to hear, and and where would you want to see them? Wow, that's a tough one. I mean, does I this mine. band exist now, Could be. or can I just piece something together? That yeah, I, think I mean, you know, the Beatles is the obvious answer. You'd like to hear the Beatles? I mean, yeah, I'm just not old enough to have Ed seen Shea? them live. You know? Stadium, uh, uh, yeah, years yeah, before, before I was even born. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, before the Clash for sure. I mean, I'd want to see them somewhere around here at a small, small club date or a tiny at the Bomb Factory. Tiny, yeah, that kind of a place. Yeah, and or, pretty good sound. Or that Toyota one in Irving, Texas. Right. It's, a, it's a weird room, but great sound. Or Grand Prairie. What's the that, that oh, one? Veri- they call the Verizon. Verizon now. They yeah. called it several things. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the I'm more the of a Stones person, but I'm going to go with the, the Beatles because I Back you know, in the, the Stones day. I've seen eight, ten times. The Beatles is my answer. How about you, buddy? Uh, Boston. I'd love to see Boston. Boston. I, I, I love Boston. They're, they're my favorite band of all time. And awesome. I, I love that first album. Yeah. That I would love to see them With anywhere. the guitar spaceship coming yes, at you? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> that, that was Brad Delp singing. Yeah, oh, Delp. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah. So where would you see them? Probably in the Boston In Boston Garden. area, yeah. yeah. The, or they oh, call yeah. it TD or yeah. whatever now. But TD America Garden. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd love to see Boston. Yeah, they, yeah. They, were, they were the big band in Oklahoma City. I must have worn out probably... Eight eight tracks and, and the vinyl. eight cassettes, you know, because yeah, they, they, they didn't last very long. No, you yeah. could play it about two or three times, and then it starts skipping or it start no. doing it stopped playing. So I must have worn out. Yeah, now now with the advent of the iPhone and yeah. you know, playing it on uh, uh, streaming, streaming it. that kind of yeah. stuff. I listened to one of my favorite songs, uh, "More Than a Feeling." Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, that, yeah. that was fun. That was just uh, yeah, that's one of those tempo change songs. That's yes. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was one of those ones that uh, I'd love to see. Boston. Also, ZZ Top, maybe. I like ZZ. ZZ. Right. They, you know, they, they're pretty good. I like listening to their music as well. But there's a lot of bands. I'd love yeah. to see a lot of bands. Uh, so, favorite movie or TV show? Do you have one of the... What's, yeah. You know, anything? we had a, a fun conversation with a fellow who's taking a lesson um, and he played at CU Boulder and he grew up in Albuquerque and I had, I just, because of him, yeah, just tonight, I have earlier. the visually stunning Breaking Bad in my head. So I'm going to go with Breaking you Bad. Know, and, and I didn't watch it. That's your favorite it. TV series. I wasn't into it. I thought, what is it? It's about yeah, drug dealer. I, I don't want And then I kind of got into it. And one of our guests on, on our show, Mark Provisero, was a producer and works really closely with Bob Odenkirk, who plays Saul Goodman, the attorney, Better Call Saul, uh, the attorney on Breaking Bad. And I thought, you know, Mark urged me, he goes, do yourself a favor, watch that, especially third season. So I thought, I'm coming into this fresh. I didn't pay any attention to all the hype when it was the end of yeah. the last season. Uh, I, I, I knew... Kind of like The Sopranos. I'd, I'd never seen The Sopranos. I mean, so the, the idea of, of going... Bad, yes. Yeah, to just go fresh into watching Breaking Bad. So I would say that's... that's it's It just sticks out in my head as one of the most remarkable because... Um, the way you can do character development. I used to be more of a movie, less of a TV person. But now with this idea of amazing character development over five, six seasons, 
Uh, I, I'm I'm a fan. So okay. Breaking Bad is my answer. How about you, bud? Okay, so I've got uh, two. I've got okay. two that I got, I love Mash. I love the, the first four seasons, and that's it. I can't. Uh-huh. I don't like it when it gets too political. I like the funny stuff. I just yeah. like Alan Alda, oh, it's you know, uh, McLean Stevenson, Wayne Rogers. I, Those I, first four seasons. seasons yes. uh, Klinger was dressing as a woman. That's correct. When he stopped doing that, that wasn't funny. I think it it, yeah. it went downhill. Radar was still around. I mean, I like Colonel Potter Radar. and BJ, and I, but yeah. but you had Frank. You know, when he was acting like a, a goofy character. Yeah. I just loved those old mashes. I I, I recite those all the time. And yeah. if you fast forward a little further, in uh, I didn't watch a lot of TV in the '80s because I was working a lot. Yeah, yeah. But and and I missed this during its its big time was Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld also love too. They, they, and I've watched it only in syndication. Yeah. I did, I did not watch it. Oh, you didn't watch. It during, because it was, I yeah, was working it was early 90s it was on Thursday nights yeah. and so we had a pro-am yeah. league down at the yeah, university club had, so I was always yeah. doing something on, on Thursday night when Seinfeld was on and that was yeah. really the days before syndication that you could get something on like now you can watch anytime you want to mm. but uh, you know probably MASH and uh, Seinfeld are my two Two favorite, uh, two two favorite shows from, from the TV uh, era. I also like uh, movies. I like any western genre, you know, any western whatsoever. Clint Eastwood, you know his his trilogy. Uh, oh, you know, High Josie Plains Wales oh, yeah. uh, was one of was probably the third. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was High Plains Drifter, uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, of course. And for a few dollars more, Fistful of Dollars. Oh, Fistful of Dollars. Yeah. yeah. The Sergio Leone yeah. uh, movies. Yeah, and with the mu- music by Enrico Morricone. Yes, yes. I love that. Spaghetti uh, Westerns. Yeah, I love the music. But guys, <laughs> well, I can watch genius. those all the time. And yeah. then, then I like James Bond as well. So oh, I, definitely. I, and we talk about James Bond also, too. So what, yeah. do, do you have, a, like, a, a movie that you really watch? Caddyshack? Yeah, I went like straight that? to the, to the uh, TV um, movies that I've always loved. Because you can watch, I can over watch and over again. The Christmas Story. Do you watch? You know, yeah, Raphael shoot a your eye one. out. That's a good one. Um, the leg lamp, all that. Yeah, that, we're coming into Christmas. Fragile. <laughs> yeah, fragile. Must be from Italy. <laughs> it's, it's an important award. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife's answer is Sixteen Candles, and I got to agree with oh, her. Oh, really? You like yeah, that? I mean, we, Molly she Ringwald and I are about the same age, and we kind of grew up in that era. Pretty in pink. For yeah. me, the, the the Breakfast Club, somebody yeah. was just talking about that one. I was at an event recently, and, and uh, uh, I don't know how I, I... That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good, you know, and that was in my... So yeah, there it is. <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> the pens. In the nose. Wasn't that Ali Sheedy that starts yeah. poking uh, pencils in her nose? That's it. She was the uh, basket case. Right, yeah. Uh, it was her, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a funny that was a good movie. That was a good one. But you know, there are so many Fast amazing Times ones. Ridgemont High. I, mean, I, yeah, no, I definitely love that one. And uh, you know Mr. Spicoli. I actually recently saw one of the most remarkable movies I've seen in a long time was The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. And it reminded me a lot of one of my answers for this would be Taxi Driver, Travis Bickle, oh, yes. Robert De Niro. Yeah. And De Niro was that actually was in the Joker. Yes. Oh, and he was? there was a okay. lot of similarities I felt between this new Joker and Joaquin's portrayal and De Niro's portrayal of uh, Travis Bickle sure. uh, in Taxi Driver, which was 1971 or something. Yeah. I mean, it was before yeah. my so, time, yeah, but I saw it in college. About, yeah, it was about early 70s yeah. when Taxi Driver. And, you know, you, you, you made got Bobby it. De Niro famous, basically. It really did. It put him really on did. stardom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, you'd have to say the, the uh, Rocky Marciano yeah, Rocky movie Marciano, too. Yeah. yeah. But solidified. Raging Bull. Yes, Raging yeah. Bull. That was, that was a great movie. Yeah, as those well. two, and of course, The, the Godfather. Uh, the second I one. Yeah. <laughs> when the yeah. second one where he when Brando where had De Niro uh, played the the, the young son uh, Corleone, yeah. and of course the 
you're talking about the first Mar one. Marlon Brando Marlon. when he had cotton in his mouth. Brilliant. Oh, we can't refuse. So these are these are pretty cliche answers, but um, but these are my favorite. And yours was not a cliche answer. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on just real quick. Uh, we've, we've got a couple yeah, more please. things. Yeah. We, we want to keep this on a. We're, we're yeah. We're trying about, to get we're trying to yeah. get it to where we're doing three sets in a time that reflects your workout or your commute. So so real quick. Okay. East Coast or West Coast. Uh, I've lived on, on both. both. I grew up on the east one, and I lived most of my 20s on the west. And I'm very, ha very, very happy to be here uh, in the middle, and um, I'm going to have to say west. West. Yeah. Uh, How about you? Uh, I'm going to say, whew, boy, that's a tough one there. I'm saying west. East. I'll go east. You're going to east, I'm going to yeah. go down Florida because I like no, the west. South, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the next yeah. question, mountains or beach? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, it really depends on the beach, but and and I, I love northern Cal because you have mountains and beach. So I wish I could say both, but probably because I live down here in Texas, uh, I'm going to go with mountains. All right. Because I'm going to go beach because I'd love to live like a Key West. <laughs> oh, way south Florida. Way south. Yeah, that's why. Because yeah. it's, it's one season. Yeah. And that's all I like. It's always nice. And the water's warm. It's and never hot. It's never cold. cold. I mean, it's right. hot sometimes. But, but it's yeah, not. Not, yeah, that's, not crazy. Right. So that's why I said... East Coast, because I knew where I was going with that, that yep. answer right there. All right, yep. so your favorite season, summer, fall, winter, spring? I've always said spring. I love spring. I don't mind outdoor tennis and wind, and I like the, you know, the vibe and the smells. But if you're just talking tennis, I would say fall. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, and, and you know my answer is what's going to be summer. Of course, summer, <laughs> yes. Key West, I like, yeah. I like warm weather, so, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what's your favorite holiday? Definitely love Easter, Christmas. Uh, I'm gonna go with Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. Really? And it's coming up right coming now. Coming up yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, I always want to live, you know, thankful. Even like in the heat of a tennis match, even when things aren't good, it's. I think it's important to give thanks. And uh, mornings, evenings, you know, whatever. So Thanksgiving is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm gonna say. New Year's Eve. I, 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 I like that. I like the hype because I like to reflect yeah. upon what happened that year and maybe what's going forward. Yeah. I mean, I still like Christmas. I like all the, yeah. the, the traditional stuff, but I really like New Year's Eve because I like to think about where I've been and where I'm going. So that, it's right there on that border on December yeah. 31st. It's kind of like yeah, there, it's there's a always a new, sort of a reflection. There's a new beginning, yeah. right there, and the, but yet there's a, a nice past <clears throat> that you can kind of go, wow, I, I did all this, you know, from January yeah. through December 31st. I, I, I love that answer, and I also want to point to a, an answer in recent past on the show, Johan Creek's answer. This guy was not brought up in America. His answer is the 4th of July. Right. Because that's an amazing. That's pretty cool. Yes, I mean, and I like Fourth of July. I'm a little out on fireworks. So I've seen yeah. plenty of fireworks. I yeah. just kind of, but I, I like I like the thought process of American heritage. Uh, whether everything kind of happened on July Fourth. Well, I mean, but, yeah, it's sort of like Christmas. Yeah. I don't think he was actually born on the 25th. <laughs> no, of December. he really wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so, more but, in the spring. But, but the point is, we're celebrating something pretty big. Yes. Declaration oh, yeah. of Independence. Independence. Yes. You know, birth, birth of, of Christ. Christ. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Right. So two, two. Yeah. Not that I'm discounting either one of those. Of course. Yeah, no. you know, so for me, like I said, New Year's Eve, just no. to think about you know things, and, and not yeah. that I go out and party or anything like yeah. that. I, I actually, I, I deliberately don't. Also. Right. Yeah. That's, that's for amateurs. Yeah. A house party. Yeah. House party is what I like. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So our last question yes. on rapid fire: What do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, spare time. Wow. Oh, gosh, so much. I mean, I try to study. I try to read. Um, 
I've been tinkering with my bike a little bit more again now lately, and I actually built two bikes, one for my son, one for myself. So, yeah, wrenching on a bike, you know, because cars are hard to wrench on now. I, I wouldn't know the first thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's all computers now. Right, I heard, I heard, I listened to a car show on Saturday morning. Ed Wallace. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> on uh, 570 KLF. The guy's amazing. He he talks smart, about anything with cars, oil. Oh, anything his associated. memory is encyclopedic. Uh, yes, very. Yeah. He has a lot of history stuff. Oh, he knows the value of a 78 Chevette. You know, he's crazy. Right, and I had yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. I had, I had the Blue Baron. I called him the Blue Baron. One of our questions on this is your first car. We'll get to that yeah. uh, one another on day. Down the road, yeah. right, but not, yeah. not today. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he asks, you know, uh, he has the backside of the American history. He, he does, you know, cars, all sorts of very interesting type things. But he said basically where I was going with this, about yeah. after 19... Late 80s, you can't yeah. work on your car. The, this guy, I remember distinctly calling in maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. This guy's, Ed, I can't work on my car. You know, I, usually I like to you know, fiddle with it, kind of do something. He goes, yeah. sorry. He goes, because they're too mechanized through computerization. Yeah. He goes, unless you have all this equipment, he goes, you're not working on your car. Yeah, it's about from about late 80s on. He goes, sorry. He goes, you need to take it to a garage and get it done. Because, yeah. you know, the days, you can change your oil and, you know, you know change your tires out. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. And do, do a few things like that. But he goes, really, to tinker around with your car, he goes, you're not doing that anymore. That, that's just I not. I mean, now, yeah, now it's like washing and waxing. How about you, spare time? Uh, I like to play sports. I, yeah. You know, I really... Uh, I like to play pickleball. Yep. I like to play golf. I play softball still. Yeah. You know, I've ridden my bike. I've, you do some golf, too. Oh, yeah. I like to play golf. And I you're like, actually a, a ranked pickleballer. Uh, I wouldn't say rank. I'm, I'm rank smelling, you know, not uh, a rank. You, you're <laughs> as good as some of our mutual friends yeah. who are, like, nationally yeah, I, ranked. Yeah, I could probably play yeah. a little bit. But that's just yeah. from tennis. And, and you understand. Of course, yeah. And, what, and you're a volleyer, on. and you were... Basically yes. born with, with that this grip, grip right. which you're going to have in pickle, in pickle anyway. Yeah. One grip, right? Yeah. And so it's I, I enjoy that. I enjoy just getting out. I wouldn't say competing, but I just enjoy oh. the you know I go from sport to sport. That's uh, great. Other than just tennis, and you know they're really um, you know I like writing. You know, yeah. I do it. You know, tennis oh, you newsletter. do your huge following with your yeah. newsletter. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have a good time with that. So there's yeah. there's a lot of interest right there. So uh, let's let's move on because we want to wrap up here real quick. We'd love to preview of our upcoming guests. We wanted to give you all an idea of a few guests that we've got coming up. I already, Next in the I already leaked uh, Christina, Christina McHale. McHale. Yeah. Yep. She's played up. Coco. Uh, she played with Roddick against Courier and Coco and played in singles And she's coming Coco. up in, what, two weeks? She November is, yeah. D- d- yeah, that's right, late November. So basically Thanksgiving week. So Mikhail's we'll Navy. We're going to have Mikhail's, Mikhail's Navy. Navy. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And, and Navy, she, she and I wear the same clothing brand, and she's a big New York Yankees fan. And I wear a lot of blue and white, and I, I happen to have a Lacoste watch on, and she loved it. And uh, as we've texted back and forth, I always have a navy and white or a white and navy. So, and she gets a kick out of my watches always. I, th- I, th- I think we need to have some pictures of when we're getting ready to have her on McHale's, McHale's navy. McHale's navy. Oh, yeah. And so, again, she's such a Yankees person that it's going to be navy and white is yes. the theme for that night. And she's coming up in a couple weeks. We also have yeah. the great Mariano Puerta. He is an interesting guy. And you interesting see him cat. quite a bit. He gets oh, yeah. his racket strung here right here at the Benchery shop. Yeah, shout out Craig to is a master racket tra- technician, and he his just whole staff coming, knows what well, he's doing. He, he came out here several years ago to yeah. play on the clay with a couple of students. I let, I let, uh, we have some really nice clay courts, and we let him come out. And so he just got his racket strung. And, and you may remember his name. This guy has been to many clay court finals, and most the, notably the, the biggest one, 2005, uh, Roland Garros. Uh, he lost a very close match to the guy who became the king of clay, 
before he was, the king he was play. an eighteen-year-old kid who beat Mariano in in, in the finals, was it five sets, five finals. sets. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. gonna have him on in a couple of weeks as well in early and, December. And still a brutal lefty. I mean, what a what a game on this guy. He works that ball yeah, yeah, pretty he, well on the clay. The ball is hurting. Yeah. But he's a very nice individual. Sweet, sweet dude. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and we'll ask him some tough questions. Oh, yeah. We'll have a good time with that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. We're going to get in depth yeah. also, too. Cause I mean, we'll also ask him first concert no. and stuff like that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I would imagine something, something like maybe a, a Latin band. So down. Yeah. In, down in the uh, South America. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to hear what he, who, who his first concert is. I just have this feeling because a lot of Argentinos love rock. So I have this feeling he likes American rock, too, but we'll see. Yeah, but uh, would they go down to Argentina and play? They do. Like, do Pearl they? Jam's biggest show ever was in, was in Buenos Aires. Oh, Buenos Aires. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have, the, I just have this in my head that he's a rock guy, but we'll okay. see. That'd be interesting to see we'll who's see. Who's first. Yeah, band. yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. We had the Riddler coming on, Bill Riddle. Bill Riddle is hilarious. You know him as a kind of a funny, red-haired, curly-haired dude. He's roughly my age, about 49. Uh, it's, in fact, he turns 50 on the night we have him, December 1st. Oh, Tune great. in. It's his 50th birthday. He speaks. He has a um, a lot of speaking gigs. He does. And he he's calls it ACAW, Around the Court and Around the World, Bill, Bill Riddle. So he's got a good show. He's a tennis professional, obviously. Out of Tennessee. Be, yeah, he's a college coach, too, Martin Methodist uh, University. And he'll, he's going to be presenting and teaching and coaching and speaking in Jamaica. Yes. So he'll be phoning in. Yaman. 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 So I want their dreads on Bill, <laughs> uh, Dreadimon, and I want him to, uh, you know, maybe, maybe yep. dress funny yep. and have a good time with us. That's December 1st. He turns 50 on the show. So join us for that. Yep. Then we also have uh, a couple other uh, Texas Tennis Hall of Famers. I was just oh, down at the yes. Hall of Fame banquet. In Waco, Texas. Tell us about it. You oh, brought, it awesome. you went live from it. You, yeah, we, we used the phone. Yeah, and we, we didn't have the full Tex-Mex production. To the camera and the tripod. No, and, yeah. we, we, well, we, and we used my phone basically. Yeah. They were recording, and cool. we wanted to see if this would be of interest to the people. And yeah, sure it was enough, fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Was, it yeah, uh, I think over a thousand people have actually. I wish I were able to go, but yeah, over yeah. a thousand of us. Right, you were invited, but thank you, 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 you had thank another you. previous commitment. I had a couple of things going. Yeah, yeah. so so wasn't wasn't uh, what Adrian wasn't able to go, but I went down. And it was a really nice night. Cliff Drysdale was uh, the keynote speaker, also an inductee. Yeah. Uh, Cliff from, from Austin, Texas, the great South African uh, tennis player as Lord well. Drysdale, Lord Drysdale, as they call Lord. Very, very interesting. It was nice to see Cliff. Uh, we also had uh, posthumously Harry Pardon of River Oaks. Uh, Harry was a uh, USPTA pro, one of the early forerunners of the Texas Professional Tennis Association. TPTA, that, uh, they TPTA, call it. TPTA, yep. yep, back in the day. Al Hill Jr., who... who he, along with Lamar Hunt, started WCT World Championship Tennis, which was the forerunner of what we're watching right behind us right now. The ATP right. uh, Tour is actually... The year-end, yeah, all the that concept stuff came from Lamar. From Lamar Hunt and Al Hill Jr. And Al Hill, and Al Hill Jr. was uh, Lamar Hunt's uh, nephew. So they, were, so they started up this great... Uh, uh, pageantry of tennis. You know, they, they actually uh, did did the, uh, the first people to wear other colored clothing on the court because if you just saw a couple of guys wearing white clothing, you wouldn't know. And they look alike. Yeah, and they look you're alike. like, and they don't have names on the back. Right. Yeah. yeah, so they were the ones that came up with that. One of the many things that they came up with was colored clothing. So, the, so they had what, what we're wearing on. Yeah. As opposed to like, we see uh, Berrettini, you can tell him from Federer. Federer's yeah. in the all black. 
over here on, on the near side, that's Berrettini right there, that's multiple colors. So they, yeah. they, they were credited with doing that kind of stuff along. Very fascinating story. So Al Hill Jr. Uh, grew up here in the Dallas area, played actually at Trinity University. Yeah. He was a really good player. Uh, Lamar wasn't the, the kind of player that uh, that Al Hill uh, was, but it was really nice that uh, his he had 30 people in attendance posthumously. Uh, his his daughter uh, was there. Heather, his, his team, his yeah. entourage. Yeah, and yeah. another daughter, Stephanie, was there. Oh, that's so great. Uh, uh, really great. Uh, and then also Carol Welder, former uh, Texas tennis titan, down in the Austin area. That she mm. was she rounded out the the fourth uh, individual. That's a good group. Yes. Yeah, so, so it was fun going yeah. down and seeing. There's probably 160 people maybe in attendance at the uh, Hall of Fame, the Sports Hall of Fame. If you've never been down to Waco, if you're going down I-35. It's right off the highway. Up. It's right off right the highway. Right there, yeah. Right next to uh, the Baylor uh, football stadium. Yeah. 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 So it, and the Texas Ranger Hall of uh, not Hall of Fame, but just Texas Ranger Museum. Museum. And then the Sports Hall of Fame is right behind it. Right so, there. So you also, I mean, it's worth uh, stopping off and seeing the, the Hall of Fame displays. You could spend you know an easy hour, hour and a half going through it and looking at all the memorabilia. Yeah. The, the Texas uh, Hall of Fame. Just the tennis side. Now, if you want to stay for you know high school football, college football, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you could spend a whole day inside, just kind of you know you know perusing around uh, yeah. the museum. So it's, it's really nice. So, but uh, we're, we're going to have a couple of guests: Kenny Mack, Ken McAllister, and Ron Woods. He wrote that remarkable book, Cattle to Courts. Yeah, the the, the state of Texas uh, history all the way back to the 1870s and what went on. Uh, around the state of Texas and how it started. He's only been around since the 50s. But, uh, right. Tennessee. Yeah, he wasn't there in 1870. And maybe Ron Woods was. because you know, Maybe Ron Woods. <laughs> from Corpus. We're going to have Ron on, on the show as well. So they are two titans in the, the world of Texas tennis, both Hall of Famers themselves yep. uh, in, in a couple. And, and really national level, too. Yes. I, oh, I, yeah. I know we're pushing the Texas angle, but no, uh, Ron big, Woods, big names oh, all yeah. over the country. President USPTA. Yeah. The whole uh, USPTA. Yeah, the, all the USPTA. Yeah. So they're, they're fun, fun guys to talk with. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Coach Dick King. Uh, he wrote a book called Catching the Wave. Yeah. So he was coached at uh, Temple College down in Temple. He's, he's, he's the mentor and coach of two of my favorite lefties, Joe Rosa, who's a director of tennis in Austin, Texas, and Mel McCree, Swell well, Mel, as we call well, him, Mel director of tennis in, in Lubbock, he, Texas. Not Rafael Nadal? No. Wow. I love to learn everything I can from the king. But, but Uncle Tony... Yeah, yeah. And uh, Coach, Uncle Tony, Coach Carlos Moya, Francisco Roy, they tell me I must work hard and they... Not go to Temple? Yeah, not, not right be, now. Yeah, not, not at the moment. I'm in London at the moment. I'm uh, playing tennis uh, there, yeah. struggling uh, mightily to find my form again, but I have a, a tough, tough match tomorrow. I uh, hope for the best. I must get to bed. Um, well, maybe maybe you'll come to India and have many <laughs> rupees. We have many rupees awaiting for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Haji. Haji. <laughs> Haji from Johnny Quest. That's right. Johnny yeah. Quest. That's Childhood right. We have cartoon, many rupees, I remember. Many rupees waiting for you in, in <laughs> India. You come to New Delhi, and we give you many rupees with curry. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But, uh, yeah, uh, Coach King will be on. Uh, our, our broadcast here. And then also, last guy, uh, we, we, we want to thank our veterans because without yes. our veterans here in, in, the, in the, this country, we wouldn't be standing here uh, doing what we're doing. This was a couple of days speaking ago. Speaking English. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah awesome. Probably speaking German if it wasn't yeah. for a bunch of, bunch of great uh, Americans out there that fought. Uh, WW2. Yes, WW2 and, oh. and the Great War. Uh, we also had a guy. We, we did a charity event out at the club last Thursday night. We had about 400 in attendance, a golf tennis event. 
on you know, Friday, we played some tennis, and we, we're going to have this guy, this gentleman. He's a he's a four-time veteran of t four tours of duty. A guy named David Good. David Good. Yeah, David yeah. Good. It looks like Good, Good, but Good. It's pronounced G U D. Yes, instead of yeah. Good, it's ah, Good. David yeah. Good. Yeah, I listened to him several times. How he pronounces that. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And, and he, he's a disabled American veteran, and uh, he plays with a prosthetic. Uh, device and he can also play in the wheelchair so he's a really nice guy and he agreed to be a guest probably maybe late December 1st of January we'll have him on uh, veteran uh, it's he's a really interesting story about uh, what what he's seen what what all has gone on in his life uh, uh, went into the uh, uh, service at about uh, the National Guard at age 17 right out of high school and spent a lifetime basically in uh, serving this country. Four, four tours of duty, Afghanistan and Iraq. So he was over there. And congrats on, on having that event. Uh, Craig is not just a tennis coach and a broadcaster. He is a director of tennis who runs memorable, memorable events with uh, huge causes. I know you spoke about that um, as, uh, you know, the, your ability to run events and make them better every year is something that really separates the good from the yeah. great. And uh, you spoke about it, and you, kind of like Jim Sutter, putting his money where his mouth is. We do. You, you do that here yeah. on a regular basis. And Friday night was your event here. It was called Salute. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday no, Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. Salute Friday was the play. Yeah, we had Friday was the playing. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we had 400 in attendance, basically. You can actually look on our Facebook, Venture Tennis page. Yeah. You can see we had uh, 40 tables. Uh, on tennis courts. On tennis court three. With the little tennis balls protecting the surface. Looks like yeah. poker chips. If you look at yeah. our pictures, it looks pretty funny. Yeah. It's like we've had several people comment. It looks like a bunch of poker like, chips. Like, would you play Vegas? <laughs> what would you do? Like a... Uh, it was casino night. We had David Faraday in attendance. That guy's hilarious. He, he, he was. And well, he did, he's a, he's, I mean, a he's known more for golf, but what a broadcaster. What a He's from Northern Ireland. Ireland. And it, see, I've never met anybody from that part of the world who's not charismatic and funny. funny. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He didn't disappoint. He didn't. He, he packed them in, and then we had... Uh, you know, dinner and food and all that kind of stuff out on the courts. They look, and they're now they're back to normal. You can't even tell, you can't even tell. That, that we had uh, this this magnificent event raised several hundred thousand dollars. Several hundred grand. Yeah. Salute, it's, Craig. It's not, well done. Uh, not uh, total. The totals aren't are, aren't in quite at the moment. Yeah. But I think this is our fifth year. I, I would say this this event has raised close to a million dollars in just in a short period of time. Just out, out of Salute. that. So, Kudos yeah, to you, so buddy. It, it was a lot of fun, and yeah. thanks to Bentry Country Club for for, uh, for doing that because uh, you know, it does mean a lot to, to the veterans. The veterans, I saw a couple of emails back that said, we had such a great time. We really appreciate it. Because every golf foursome had a, or actually it's a foursome, had a uh, member of the uh, service. With, with them. That's awesome. Oh, it was, yeah. And, so and they, some of them wounded. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, there's absolutely. Quite, quite a few. Quite, of them, yeah. Every, yeah. I, yeah, mean, I saw the photos. That was yeah, it's, impressive. It's very impressive, yeah. And these guys put their money where their mouth is and they laid it on the line for Real us. Real deal. And, and a lot of their friends never came back and, and they, they were the fortunate ones uh, that were able to, uh, to make it home. Huh? Yes, make yeah. it home. Uh, like I said, yeah, several of their friends, you know, didn't make make it back. David had a few of those. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't go too deep with him. We might be able to get him to talk about his tours yeah, of duty. So, yeah. Very interesting guy, but loves tennis. Loves to play tennis. Loves to play the great game like we all do. Still so, a good player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of yeah. kind of what's coming up uh, in the next uh, six to eight weeks. We've got a, a really nice lineup of uh, speakers. We've got some more great stuff going that's on. Right. So here at the net. So we. You know, probably should sign off. We're getting close to... We're uh, getting close. Let's do yeah. our dismount. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for joining us tonight. 
Hope you enjoyed a little bit of the tennis up there. Yeah. Hope we... you enjoyed a little bit of the banter. It's still Roger with yeah. Berrettini. Yes. And I know this is, Let's I'm not going to ruin it for you, spoiler alert, but Roger's up a set and a break. Yes, he is up at 7-6, uh, 3-1. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the King wins this. Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to say... But we'll just say that more than likely the king wins. That's King Roger. Yeah, and, you know, on Thursday, uh, well, tomorrow you'll have um, uh, Medvedev against Rafa. That's a rematch of the U.S. Open final, and that was a riveting five-setter. This is obviously going to be, I think, a riveting three-setter tomorrow, I hope. Um, and then the next day, the highlight match or the popcorn match, as we say, is Roger with Djokovic. Djokovic. Effectively, it's a, it's a round-robin match, but effectively it's a quarterfinal because the loser of this doesn't advance probably. Probably not. And the winner of this goes to the semifinal. Right. As, no. as the first, probably the second because team will probably. Team 2-0. Team 2-0. Oh. Team, team and, oh. and yeah. he, he plays and, Berrettini, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if Berrettini beats him, it'd still be 2-1. and one, So I'm, right. I'm going to say right. team will probably be the number one seed coming yeah. out of that, that group. Think. And then yeah. uh, playing playing the number two guy out of the, huh. the other group. Oh, and on the other one, the two tall, blonde Adidas boys, uh, Sasha Zverev and uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas with the beautiful one-hander, they're playing each other tomorrow, too. Yes, it'll be so it'll good be, popcorn watching, yeah, too. Yeah, time to yeah. tune in for that one, yeah, too. So, so everybody, enjoy your tennis. Thank you for joining us yes. and CB. Yeah, let's, let's get to the dismount here. Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 17 of Chillin' and Grillin', right? Right here of At The Net Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps, and hopefully they'll like us. And that's the tennis news as it seems, seems to us. us. Good night from Dallas, Texas, everybody. Salute to everybody. Thank you.